I confess that after almost four years in a relationship with someone I love dearly, with no sex, I finally chose to leave. Now I've had some of the most amazing, connected, healing sex of my life. Yay to self-care and self-awareness. That is awesome. I confess the song I lost my virginity to was Marvin Gaye's Gotta Give It Up. (laughs) Sounds about right. I confess, I have introduced my new boyfriend to the joys of pegging. And now he literally gets on his hands and knees and begs for it. That is hot. Well done. Sex. Almost everybody does it, and almost nobody talks about it, except at Bedpost Confessions, a storytelling show based in Austin, Texas. Whether the stories are funny, informative, political, or completely personal, the anonymous confessions from the audience are the stars of every show. From a show celebrating the paths we take where the destination may be clear, but how we get there may not always be, we bring you Ivy Lee's story, Come to Me, Daddy. Ivy Lee is a Vietnamese-American marketer, writer, mom, and immigration activist. She is also the podcast host of an upcoming show, Fogo, Fear of Going Outside, a nature show with the world's most reluctant host ever. Here is Ivy Lee recounting a sexual awakening in her mom bod that is rooted in moving forward instead of picking up where she left off. One note before we hear the story. All Bedpost Confessions shows are made accessible to the deaf audience members by the fantastic interpreters from Soul Illumination. Though the interpreters are there to serve the deaf, they enthrall the entire crowd with their beautiful expressions of American Sign Language. If you hear a roar of laughter and don't understand why, the interpreter may have stolen the show for a minute. The last time I was on the stage performing for Bedpost Confessions, I I told a story about how, as a teenager, a stuffed panda bear found my clitoris. (laughs) Oh, you remember it. Yeah. Well, a, lot, a lot's happened since then. Uh, for one, I've had two kids. Oh, thank you, thank you. No one wants to fuck a mom. That's why we say motherfucker. Like it's a bad thing. I get it. I get it. My breasts used to be like two perfectly shaped Chinese bow. (laughs) Steaming fresh and full of juicy meat filling. And now they're like soup dumplings that leaked. Like a kid's ghost costume tossed in the hamper after Halloween. Boo, bitch! Your tits are on clearance and still no one wants them. (laughs) 
my nipples spread and change color like pancake mix in a hot pan. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but even dollar pancakes. Who can get their lips around the circumference of a pancake? My vagina. Ugh. It's scary and mysterious to people. Like your eccentric aunt's basement. It's probably just a wine cellar down there. Or maybe... Maybe it's the fucking cask of a Montalotto. You're not saying someone's buried in that wall. But if someone were buried in that wall, I'm sure they had it coming. But even so, you wouldn't want to fuck with that. So I I don't blame anyone who doesn't want to do me, okay? But I want y'all to know that pregnancy was not a jaunt through Amsterdam for me either. You have a joint in your vagina bones right here. Can y'all see? And you become aware of it through pain. You have tennis elbow in your crutch. You get sore in all these muscles that only exist to hold up all your organs so they don't fall into a heap at the bottom, right? Because gravity. And then your baby comes out and the cables are all wobbly. Like a perilous rope bridge in the jungle. You've seen them on Instagram. Your bones spread like tectonic plates. Your body is ravaged by its human population. I once could sink the Titanic with my ass. And in pregnancy, I was melting from hot flashes. I was once an active volcano and now a geyser of milk. People who think that liking blue cheese makes them sophisticated think what comes out of me is gross. Take a lactate and several seats. What comes out of me is life. Life ain't easy, though. Growing is hard. That's why babies are always crying about it. I've grown so much through this process that I can't wear a wedding band anymore. No one's hitting on me. Before kids, I could wink a man or a woman from across the room into a stairwell. I might still good. <laughs> Half a room. <laughs> Nowadays, I could get on an elevator and no one will notice. It's just like one other person on the elevator. Or worse, they'll notice and smile because from the side... 
I still look like a really cute pregnant lady. I am not going to stop sucking in while y'all are looking at me. So just trust me when I tell you that I look exactly the same as when I was pregnant. But when people think your bump is a baby, you're glowing. You're beautiful. When they think it's rice and beer... You're overweight. Yeah. You're brave. For just existing. Yeah. Because beauty is shorthand for how women are supposed to behave. Be easy. Make room. Make babies disappear. I came to tell you a story about sex after childbirth, which makes me feel like I have to pretend that I loved my body before. But the truth is, I have said that curves are beautiful, but never to myself, alone in a dressing room, trying on jeans. pants. Somebody give me a maternity shirt that says that. (laughs) And now the body it took me over 30 years to know feels like a straight jacket made of cottage cheese. Okay, so some of you guys have obviously not have children. That means that it's constraining, but lumpy at the same time. And the manufacturer hasn't drained off all the fluids for some reason. The fluids are still there. After my first child, I had to go back to the ER. I had such high blood pressure that I should have had a stroke. But my thick skin and my thick veins held like a dam. Once I got caught in a dust storm that blinded me, the only supplies I had were water and saline drops, like contact solution. But my body healed itself in two days. My body has done every single thing I've ever asked of it. Except lose weight. I, I really should take a minute to thank my body, Marie Kondo style. Before I tell you about all the hoeing she's been doing. Where's a good spot? Where's a good spot? DJ, where's a good spot? Yeah. Right here? Right here? Okay. Thank you. This bra is very high tech. I bought it I bought it just for this performance. It cost almost as much 
I'm not even going to tell you how much it costs. I'm going to... Fuck pants. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for all the places you've taken me. Thank you for all the dance battles I've won that I didn't even prepare for. <laughs> Actually, thank you for every absurd physical and mental feat you've performed without enough sleep or water. Thank you for being a good drunk. Not everybody gets that blessing. Thank you for running just fast enough to not fail P.E. Thank you for tirelessly pumping my blood even when I wanted to die. Did y'all do yours while I was doing mine? Only a few months ago, I felt that my body was a burden. I felt that my husband was stuck with me, but our days of courting other people to join us were over. And I made love feeling this way for a while. The first time after the, ba- for, after the baby was born. Uh, we role-played that I was a virgin, nervous about my first time. Which, right, it's not hard, because I was nervous, and I had never had sex with this body. And then later, when, I, when I'd healed up enough to be, to be on top again, I mean, it was fine, but... Milk sprays everywhere. (laughs) Which is so embarrassing. (laughs) But also fair for all I've taken to the face. (laughs) Birth and death are great equalizers. A year after um, my last baby was born, no one asks anymore how we're recovering. And we had been living as roommates for a season. My husband and I are two coastlines carved with ambitions and regrets and resentments old and old disguised as new. We have to wade through time and laundry, so much laundry to find each other. So much laundry. All these shirts that say fuck pants, just covered in milk and vomit. We, we were having intercourse and everything, and we love each other very much, but you know, I, I couldn't come, and we didn't really talk about it. I missed my orgasm, like an old friend. Or a childhood pet. (laughs) So I went where every mom goes in the middle of the night looking for answers. The internet. 
is the upside down of YouTube. The video titles are super racist, but the comments are so uplifting. You are so talented. Best wishes for your career. You know? Who is that actor at 312? We must see more of his stuff. My husband can't believe that I read all the comments. I found my orgasm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't you worry. This ain't a tragic story. (laughs) This is not a missing, never found, presumed dead story. Okay? It just wasn't in my mouth. Sorry. It just wasn't. is a Freudian slip. (laughs) It just wasn't in my genitals (laughs) or my breasts where we were used to looking from before, which is so obvious in retrospect. (laughs) Obviously. Everything's obvious in hindsight, right? Once a kid licks something, it's theirs. But as you might have guessed, my post-birth G-spot is in my mouth. New body, who this? So let me tell you how parents do the dirty. Sometimes, some moms sit, leaning back against the headboard, and daddy stands on the bed, one foot on either side of her, face-fucking his wife while he looks through the window at the lawn. He meticulously weeded, watered, and mowed. with pride at his lawn you perverts while his wife gargles his pre-cum to breathe sometimes when daddies love mommies he'll take a power nap after the baby woke up again in the middle of the night but he will get back up at 3 a.m. To get on his hands and toes, to dip his cock in his wife's mouth like this. Yeah. Uh huh. So she can lie down and relax. Because she needs rest. Mama is exhausted. Sometimes, Mama 
just wants to lie down and get face fucked without having to do anything. I've done plenty today. Sometimes, mommy will get out of the shower, which with two very small children, I'm only doing once or twice a week, so it's super special. And she'll call out, come to me, daddy. Because there's this double meaning now. And daddies love a good sexy dad joke. And he'll come to find mommy laid out, air drying from her one shower. Her head hanging off the side of the bed. Her hair cascading down to the floor. Her eyes beckoning upside down. Her mouth opening in silent command. You can see your own cock bulge in someone's throat at this angle. Our bodies are so amazing. If you don't know what I'm talking about, check Pornhub. It's just science. But it's also messy. It's very messy. So if daddy loves mommy and wants to be sure she's having a really good time, eventually he's going to learn that in this position, spit is going to go up or down, gravity, her face in this position, up into her eyes. So when that starts to happen, he needs to flip her over, Kiss her deeply and just real smooth. Just wipe the spit from her eyes. And then he can keep thrusting into her face this way. Or, once they've really got the hang of mommy's new G-spot, this is not beginner level shit what I'm about to tell you. Okay, do not attempt what I am about to say unless you have really good spatial awareness and teamwork. Okay. Healthy parents, healthy children, healthy families. Okay, that's what we're going for. Okay. Some daddies will flip themselves over instead of mama, does this make sense? With her neck between his legs, then he can cradle her head for her off the side of the bed and move it up and down his shaft like this. Yeah. Yeah. And then, once her neck's warmed up, I'm pausing because I, 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 I cannot stress the safety factor enough. So I want to be sure everyone in the audience, hearing or not hearing, gets that part. Okay. So again, once she's warmed up, okay, then he can go faster and faster and faster and faster. Fast as her fingers working down on her clit until she comes and then he stops because she's writhing in ecstasy. 
but the babies don't wake up. Because the cock in her mouth muffles it. And then, it's all clear, then he can flip her over or around, her pussy is throbbing and wet and expecting until he comes and everyone's happy, and that, that is how you fuck a mother. Oh, I had a dream that you couldn't hear me This episode is supported by Mary J. Smoke Culture, a modern cannabis experience. As a loyal Mary J. customer myself, I can tell you that CBD products have been a game changer for me. See ya, anxiety. The crew at Mary J. truly take the time to get to know you and your curiosities. It's a judgment-free zone to ask questions and find the product that will work best for you. Whether it's a muscle rub, bath bombs, CBD flower, or something to supplement your Netflix and chill, you can find them at Mary J. If you're in the Austin area, visit the shop located on South Amar. Also follow at Shop Mary J on Instagram and stay tuned for their online store. I confess, I bought my first strap-on to use on my girlfriend, and once I strapped it on, I realized I forgot something downstairs. So I ran naked down, and the dildo had this like squeak to it <laughs> as I ran down, and I laughed so hard that I had to run up and down the stairs three more times. <laughs> it's like I a workout, love, too. Yeah, I love that because... We all have to kind of laugh at ourselves when we're having sex because it's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> so good on you for having some humor. I confess, tomorrow is my husband's birthday. Tonight, Grandma has the kids so we can enjoy bedposts and adult time afterward. What he doesn't know is that when we get home, he'll get a gift from me. A spreader bar with wrist and ankle cuffs along with a few other new bondage tools. I can't wait to see how he chooses to restrain and fuck me tonight. Oh, congratulations. I want to hear about that in the next confession. I want to hear what happens. Thank you for confessing. Thank you for confessing throughout this show. Bedpost Confessions is produced by myself, Miranda Wiley, and Sadie Smythe. Our podcast production team is Mariah Gossett, Mike Moody, and Permanent Record Studios. If you're enjoying the show, please give us that five-star rating and write us a review. Maybe you confess something in the review and we will read it here on the podcast or include it in the gram. So get confessing, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>